0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in Saint Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy
1: Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So um, we we did our first virtual yeah. conference this weekend. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think it was overall a success. We yeah. learned Great some success. things. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun. Yeah. Even though it looked a little Talibany, the video. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what you're even talking about. Even my wife said that. Jeez. Your wife said that. Yeah. Especially when you were up mm. Yeah. You, had, you, <laughs> you got the, the hair and the, the beard, and you got the black background. It was all grainy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't grainy. It wasn't <laughs> good. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it was good. The thing that I'm excited about is that now we know how to do live stuff, and we can actually do some live stuff for fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really looking forward to that. That'll be a, that'll be a good thing to do. Once, uh, once we get through all of this nuttiness. Mm-hmm. So Joe, how are you uh, dealing with the nuttiness? Yeah. It's weird. Cause it's like, uh, cause Illinois, like, like a few other states and places is under a, uh, uh, what is it, what do they call it? Like a s- shelter at home, shelter at home. Yeah. Yeah. So basically you're supposed to go to your house and stay there and not have social interactions. Yeah, I, I- think
1: so. I think they're calling it in the UK safer at home.
0: Because they're now under, yeah, yeah.
1: it's definitely better. Though there, it's definitely,
0: it's more stringent. Yeah, well, they were late to the party. They were late, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: and they're about, their estimate's like two weeks behind Italy on where Italy is currently. But yeah, I mean, like the police are going to
0: issue fines. Shelter is like the wrong word, right? Because shelter, it sounds. It's more like
1: an active shooter.
0: Yeah, that's when you shelter. uh, Yeah. Tornado.
1: Yeah, tornado, hurricane. Earthquake. Yeah.
0: Active shooter. Yeah, active (laughs) shooter.
1: (laughs) shelter at home. So yeah, I think safer at home. Yeah, safer, you know? at, safer home, at home. Chill I think at home. Chill at home. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's Netflix I, and chill at home. Yeah.
0: that's that. All that's good. It's yeah. just like, yeah, just yeah, staycation. Yeah, like just yeah, consider it yeah, that. I, I think
1: it kind of gave people the wrong impression, you know? So it's
0: weird though because we're out here and it's like- quiet. It's real quiet. The streets are barren. It's a little- It's a, a little, little creepy. It's a little creepy. It's like that- uh, it, 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 Sometimes people- I get the vibe, especially at night, yeah. like the purge movies, the what movies, the purge, the, the purge. It's like you go on out there and you're like, I don't know. I feel like all things, everything's going to break loose. It's going to, it, I've never, I've never, I've never understood the movie. You know, the purge. Movie. No, no, no. I'm being for real. I've never watched it. Purge movie. It's when like one night a year, the government lets people go out there and, uh, and kill and name yeah. and do all the crimes they want. With and, everyone no just ag- and everyone just agrees yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, this. stop it. But how do they, how do they know? You know what they do. Oh, is it? <laughs> Dummy. I knew you knew. (laughs) You were ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole uh, it's the whole purge vibe. It feels like uh, everybody's been really nice. Actually, nobody's I don't see a lot of violence going on or looting, but it definitely feels weird when uh, it's it's way more quiet. And the streets are much more empty yeah. in the evenings because I just keep going out. I, you know, I
1: don't, I don't interact with anybody. No, no. Jen's like, yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe disobeys. I'm not the,
0: disobeying. I'm allowed to go out and go for a walk. People you can can go, go for walks. Walk. So, yeah. so, so yeah,
1: you're just going for a quick walk. I go for a ride.
0: You go for a ride. Yeah, Jen will be like, hey, why don't you go get us some iced coffees? And I'll be like, cool. But then it'll take me 30 minutes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. What gotcha. are you looking at your phone for? What's going on, Jimmy? Something came through. Oh, okay, I was just taking a look. Well, why can't I take time. a look?
1: All right, my bad.
0: So, we're, Jimmy and I were don't really have anything specific to talk about other than we wanted to talk a little bit about this whole coronavirus pandemic and kind of how we're processing it and what churches are doing, what our church is doing. And maybe we can encourage some of you guys, because this is having a broad impact. T4G is canceled. 12,000 people signed up and all that money was spent on, on uh, goodbye, br- goodbye, T4G. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're not able to actually give everybody a refund because they've spent all that money already on, oh, on the can't. products. On Did the they books. say that? They, yeah, say they, we can't. Say, they said they can't. Now, they said, if, if you request a refund, we're going to do our best to give it to you. But if everybody requests it, it's going to be a very few number of people that actually do. But if you stay with us, we will send you all the books—thirteen like books, which is like two hundred dollars worth of books or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just—I just give me the books, man. I'm happy, and they'll send you videos and stuff. Yeah. And so, how much was the uh, the registration? I think it was like a ten thousand dollars or something. I don't know what it was. Well, no, uh, no, no, it's like per- three hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It, like, listen, I'm gonna obviously we're gonna cut people slack. We gave everybody a refund who wanted one and didn't want to get in on the this live stream. Yeah, of our yeah. Thing. So that's fine, which makes I sense. I get it. So yeah, they'll um yeah. SBC was just canceled, so the annual convention this uh, this year was supposed to be uh, what Orlando, June ninth and tenth, and um, mm. it's been canceled.
1: Now, don't you feel that? All right, I mean, um, it feels a little early to cancel that. Am I wrong? When when was T four G? Like T four G was in April. Yeah. So I understand that, but June.
0: Yeah, I think there's so much planning has to go into it that I think they wind up spending money that they can.
1: So is that it? Okay. So potentially the issue is they're at the point where they got to put a deposit.
0: I don't know. I would imagine that's already been done for something that big.
1: Yeah. Or maybe to get their deposit back. I don't
0: know. I really don't it know. Just, it
1: feels, I don't know. It feels a bit long out there, right? Like, so guys, we've got our conferences in September. I mean, we're considering canceling it. So should I cancel yeah, it now? We're,
0: we haven't even considered that. We'll be in the clear. And if we're not, we're going full purge. We're going <laughs> to have that conference. <laughs> yeah, we're so in God's providence. We moved the date to the fall this yeah. year. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, it's really it really it worked out well for us because normally wow, we would be canceling right. this thing. Mm-hmm. You're right. So the registrations are open. Mm. People are getting in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So for all of you that couldn't go to T4G, guess what? Well, and we know. need to talk to T4G and say, hey guys. Yeah.
0: We're still on. Yeah, maybe, we there, maybe there's some things we could do together. You know, um, but what, uh, the one thing that uh, we should all do together is just um, go to DoctrineAndDevotion.com and register for that conference. That's going down <laughs> September 18th and 19th in St. Charles. The theme is Covenant Theology, and we're bringing in the heavy hitter, Dr. S- Dr. Sam the man Renahan. Yeah. He's gonna be our keynote. So we're gonna talk about covenant theology, how it works, why it's important, what um you you're, you're gonna to wanna to get in there. Uh and it's in September, so we think we're gonna be in the clear. So check it out, register or at least bookmark it and uh, be ready to register once you know you've got those dates secure. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. So Joe it's a lot of chaos. You know, I'm not, maybe chaos is not the right word, actually. I think there's just
1: confusion. It's a little chaotic for people. It's I think chaotic it's fair, for people, yeah. yes. But I, I don't want to give the impression of, well, mm-hmm. The Purge right, is, right. uh, is yeah, Joe. Like I've never watched them. And I know there was like a new one that came out. And I was like, maybe I want to watch it. Then I thought, but I have to, my, the way I'm wired, mm-hmm. I can't just jump in on like number three. No, no, no. You always start with number three. I one. have to go. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I can't commit to that.
0: Well, now you're all locked up in your house, man. You can do it. No, no, that's you know, dude. I'm I'm scared walking through the
1: church at night. Yeah, can you imagine what it is true. after <laughs> you, I, you do get a little spooked? <laughs> can you imagine after I
0: watched that? You know what I watched? That was really good. Mm. I watched um oh shoot the new Clint Eastwood movie, the one that he directed. Um oh my oh, Force Gump. No, stop it. The the one Toast Story four. The one with the guy at the bombing, the Olympic bombing at Centennial Park, uh in 1996. I do know which one you're talking about. Oh, I can't believe I'm I can't right remember the that. name of it, but I do know what you're, uh, what you're talking about, what film you're talking about. So it's, it's actually really good. It's a, uh, it's worth watching. I would, I would recommend it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to look it up right now because mm. now it's just going to. All
1: right. What's it called? I don't know. I, I said, I don't know.
0: I I chose Toy Story 4. Richard Jewell. Ah, there Richard you go. Jewell. So it was pretty good. Yeah, actually, it was it was really good. It's a it's a it's a history lesson, especially for a lot of our younger listeners who don't remember that. Um, yeah, and the
1: rise of fake news.
0: <laughs> well, this this is, um, yeah. I mean, in, in a sense, yeah, right? See? Richard Jewell was uh, that's the
1: genius of Eastwood.
0: He seems like he was uh, a a pretty good-hearted guy. Definitely uh, not a bad guy. S- work in security. Always wanted to be a cop. Loves law enforcement. Um, and working security at the Olympics in 96 and he discovers this bag and it blows up but because of his actions a lot of lives were saved and uh, yeah then the 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 the, feeb, <laughs> the FBI and the media starts saying that he is the, the most likely suspect and yeah. they ruin his life and it's all about his battle to clear his name very good movie you should check that out all right all right so i think uh, some of us are, are are experiencing the chaos what's what's what are some of the big um, obstacles right now. Obviously people, a lot of people can't go to work. They have to work from home. Yep. Yeah. If you're able to work from home, work from home. Yep. Some people have lost their jobs. Unfortunately, a yeah. a lot of people have yep. lost their jobs. Yep. So there's a lot of stress. Um, but on the, maybe the, 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 the stranger side, families are spending a lot of time together. Yeah. Which, which is, is good. A, and it's a good thing. bad. Well, it's good and challenging, right? <laughs> good and chal-
1: right. Yeah. Let's use that word challenging.
0: Yeah. Jen told me today, uh, she goes, boy, the kids are fighting, you know, mm-hmm. a lot today. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I told them if if they keep it up, everybody's going to go to their rooms, <laughs> which we haven't had to do in a long time. Um, so I think, you know, everybody being together is a, is a, is, it's is, great, a yeah. is is great, it's a challenge, but it gives us opportunities, I think, to do some things that maybe we haven't done before, like. Maybe people can start some family Bible studies, family yep. worship, yeah. if they haven't done that before. Yeah, hey, you got time for that, for that devotional? Mm-hmm. Um, it can be time to even just hang out and play some games. Like, I'm not a game guy. No, 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 you're not. But uh, Jen taught us a new game called WTF. Okay. And to play oh. with the family. Mm. What the Fish, I think is what it's called. I believe that's what it is, and, yes. And uh, it was really fun. We all played that. Now they're learning a new game and where you have to slap the table really hard, and it makes all kinds of racket. Um, but yeah, it's actually a good time for some... Some families to actually just chill together for yeah. once, right? If yeah. you're home and anyways, even as stressful as it might be, there are opportunities here for us to find blessing in all of it. Yeah, even the, the notion of family dinner mm-hmm. is,
1: is back, right? Um, where things are, you know, made at home. And that's not to – I know there's a lot of restaurants and people that are struggling in that regard. And yeah. I, I, I sympathize with you. Um, Yet there's there was something missing, mm. you know, for for a lot of families in their routine, and that was spending time, you know, cooking a meal uh, and enjoying that meal together. And so yeah. we have found that that's been uh, really good for us, has been uh, – and Michelle typically does do a great job of, you know, family meals. Ordering out, yeah. Uh, and I'm usually the one that's, like, eating fast, getting out to go get some stuff done. Right, right. And now actually just sitting
0: back and mm-hmm. – Now you, now your company doesn't want you coming in. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. You have to, they want you to work from home. Yes. Um, So you still have a lot to do, but you can do it remotely.
1: I could do it remotely. It's, uh,
0: for those that know, it's kind of like a key man,
1: key man situation here. So yeah. Got to protect got the brain trust. the lawyer made very clear yeah you who, are not coming in who, who gets to stay who who doesn't so and we do a lot of uh, uh sanitizer products and not just you know laundry detergent all that but we do a lot of products for uh hospitals yeah. and, and restaurants you ha-
0: your company has to run otherwise yeah, yeah. so like when, when like
1: jb's clean. thing came in you know my lawyer's like listen if jb uh, that's the governor of illinois if J.B. wants to come personally arrest you, like, I got a friend at the Tribune that'll take a photo. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's but, a, but they wouldn't even get there
0: because they no, know you've no, got to no you've gotta, you know, do what you're going to do. We can't shut down. So, um, I think there's opportunities for us all like, you know, to, you're going to have some time, right? So maybe you can uh, have some fun and maybe watch a movie you haven't been able to watch, or you can certainly read some good books. I'm finally going to get to read worthy. I've been wanting to read that. Um, and I've got a little bit more time. I I I have time to read anyways, but I'm going to read, you know, uh, a few more books than Mm -hmm. normal. Um, but our, you know, our people are finding like, wow, this is, I think I, hopefully people are going to see the importance of the local church, the importance of the gathering, the communion of the saints, small groups, because those are being limited now. So what are churches doing and what are, what are we doing? So let's talk maybe broadly, what are churches doing? And then we'll talk about what we're doing at Redeemer.
1: Yeah, man, I'm I'm seeing churches online, uh, really have uh, Virgil Walker, right? Virgil Walker. He's on the just thinking podcast. Uh, and I'm seeing, I follow him online and love a lot of what he says and, uh, yeah, he loves the Lord. really smart guy. Uh, but I'm watching him as he's leading these young adult ministries and, and discipleship ministries and family ministries. Like he's he's all over the place. Uh, he's he's a discipler, and he's got all these massive like Zoom meetings, you know, mm-hmm. uh, trying to connect with people and encouraging them and uh, and going through uh, God's word with them and praying for them. And so, yeah, we're seeing that all across where pastors are looking for other ways of engaging. Uh, with their congregation in, in a lot of ways in uh, well, in they're going about it in ways that they never thought they would ever actually want to do. And some of them, I think maybe even were completely against it. And now saying, well then (laughs) when I have no choice now, Yeah, it's nice to have ideals, Mm -hmm. but when there becomes a situation where it's a reality that you have to do this, then your ideals, you learn really fast. I can't, you know, I, I
0: can't hold to those. And I think there's a difference, right, between you know, y- even somebody could say, "Hey, listen, this I don't like this idea of maybe uh, recording a sermon and and sending it out or or whatever, um, having Bible studies through uh, Zoom." But when you realize, like, well, there is no other way to do it right now, then you you have to say, "Okay, well, we're going to do something, even though it's not ideal, and even though." We're not going to stay this. Hopefully, we'll be able to get back to doing things as we normally do them. But yeah, so people are like sermon pastors are now recording their sermons uh, in one way or another and then uploading it. So uh, that's common. Or do, like you yep. said, they're using Zoom for elders meetings. We just did that Yeah, last we just night, did that ourselves. Which yep. I think we should always do. Why? So you could smoke? I can just you could sit in your smoke garage in my garage. It was great. Uh, Jen made me a little cocktail, mm. she goes, here you go. I was like, oh, look at that, old oh, fashioned, classic. That, man. And uh, yeah, it was just chilled. But no, I, um, yeah, it, it was. It worked great for us, uh, that sort of a thing. But um, I actually liked that Brian could share the document, we could see it at the same, I actually really liked it. Yeah, that. No, I I yeah, like that a that lot. That was awesome. Don't, so, don't play footsie, I'm sorry. We're we're sitting six feet apart from each other, I must have kicked <laughs> something and it rolled over to you. So, um, so they're doing that, now, what are we? What are some things that we're doing, and then we'll talk about what we're not doing and yeah. why.
1: Sure. I, uh, what we're doing personally, or as a church? Sorry. As a church. Okay. Okay. Because I think I, I do definitely want to touch on what people can be doing uh, in their personal lives as well. So let's let's talk about the church real fast. Uh, so we are, like Joe said, we're looking to uh, we're continuing to like record the sermons, put those out there. Now, can I talk about what we're looking at
0: midweek? Can yeah, I we're, mention we're, that? We're, or at we're, least
1: we can say we're discussing
0: it. We're, we're discussing it. Let's talk a bit about the sermons for a second. Now, okay. there are different ways to do it. Um, now, what we're not doing with the sermons is I'm not standing up on the stage no. and preaching to an empty room as if everybody was
1: there. No, um, no. We're also not taking the pulpit and microphones and speakers and putting them outside in the parking lot and people can drive up with their cars and have a drive-through church.
0: I've seen that online. Okay. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't bother me. Yeah, but we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. Um, Instead, what we're doing is um, I will sit at a table and um, talk to the people who are watching uh, the camera and, uh, and do some teaching and preaching quote unquote in that way. Um, But it's not wrong to stand up there in the pulpit and do it that way. I just feel a little weird doing it because the congregation isn't actually there. So there will be the same exhortation, the same outlines and all of that. Uh, from the table. Let, let, let me just say this, by the way. like that, I, Sometimes there are some, uh, usually reformed guys that get super amped about this stuff. Huh, and no, then, and really? they'll start, yeah, I know. And they'll start Surprise. to say things like, it's not preaching. You're not preaching if you're, nobody's there. If you're just preaching to an empty room and recording it, it's like, okay, again, um, it, then is it not teaching uh, if nobody is there. In my mind, I I think people get overly amped. Like, we're in a situation where we are providentially hindered from gathering, so somebody preaches or teaches uh, to an empty room, yes, but they're actually teaching and preaching to the people who will be watching that. Or maybe if it's live streaming, who will be watching that? Yeah. So, I think everybody... You don't have to be contrarian all the time, guys. Like, yeah, we can
1: give each other a bit more charity and grace in the situation as we're trying to yeah. navigate these uncharted waters
0: for us. This is this has never happened before like this. Not no. in our lifetime. Yeah. yeah. This is strange. We're trying to figure it out. And so, okay, yes, we can say we can be very clear. Um and we will in this and even in this episode, is to say, like, well, this isn't technically a, a, a thing biblically. Some people are gonna do it, we disagree, but what, what are you gonna do? Um And so, yeah, is it technically preaching? I would say it's still technically preaching unless you have a very narrow definition of it. But it's not the way we would typically do it. And it's not ideal. Of course, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's
0: fair. So we're going to do our Sunday mornings. And with the Sunday mornings, um, we're going to start to include uh, the liturgy that we would have. Mm. So the people know, here are the scripture readings that our worship leaders have picked. um, Scripture readings as well as songs that we would normally be singing. Right. We want to include that for people so that well. people at home can be going through that together as a family, make, yeah. you know, reading them,
1: uh, praying through them mm-hmm. um, and then even listening to some of the worship songs that that would have been picked. Yeah. Yeah. So you had mentioned we've been talking about
0: something for midweek as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's important during this time um, that there's a number of people that maybe feel isolated, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, number of people, individuals that uh, are not going out. There might be individuals that are even um I don't want to use frightened, but maybe they yeah, are. Sure. Yeah, sure. Some people are frightened. frightened yeah. Uh, and, and it's understandable. There's a lot of uncertainty and uh, they're going through a lot right now, like Joe said. And this has not been done before in the past, um, at least in our lifetime. So I think it's we're discussing doing something live midweek. Uh, we haven't picked up kind of the time or anything like that, but where individuals, uh, we, you know, a link will go out and members can jump on and we can kind of have Joe will lead like a devotional uh, period, 10, 15, 20 minutes, uh, and then do a Q and a kind of time after and maybe a little bit of a prayer. Yeah. Right? Um, and so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's kind of like a check-in, a weekly check-in. I don't know how many people are going to do it, but at least I do know the people that need it yeah. will most likely jump on. And that's, those are the people that we're doing it for. If, if there's an individual that's feeling like, no, nah, I'm pretty good, you know,
0: fine. Uh, no, need. Yeah. nobody's expecting you
1: to, no one's expecting you to, but for those that, that, maybe are craving something like this, at least we are giving them an opportunity.
0: I think, yeah, that I, since we can't gather together, this is at least a way to connect together, even though we're not gathering. Um, And and so we're gonna probably use Zoom. Yeah. We've got the account for that, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, I got the account too, so you can just use mine. Cool,
0: cool. Um, And some of our small groups are are using Zoom. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're doing Zoom and actually our DG is doing Zoom as well, so we'll uh, connect tomorrow night uh, for discipleship group, and then we'll connect Thursday night. And we did, you know, Zoom this last Thursday for the first time, and it was awkward. Sure. Um, and I kind of, I, I had to call out the awkwardness and say, "Listen, I know this is awkward. I know this is not ideal, but I will encourage you to press in." And this is an opportunity for us to uh, connect together uh, in, in a way that we otherwise we wouldn't be connecting at all. Right. And so, as awkward as this is, let's don't give up on this. We're going to try this again next week yeah. for as long as it's
0: as needed so we can connect and pray for each other. Yeah, I think it's really good. I just sent an email out to um, individual emails to our small group members, um, our community group, uh, just checking in, see how they're doing, how we can be praying for them if they have any needs. And then also saying, listen, we can do Zoom. We can get together. Yeah. Let me know who's in uh, and we can organize that. And I'm going to, I started talking to uh, our DG guys, our very small. We say DG it's a discipleship group. It's just a few men or a few women mm-hmm. about doing the same thing, because I know that's really a valuable thing. And it, we meet early in the morning, so we can actually, now you can do it maybe at 10 o'clock, you know, so whatever's easiest for them, right? We can, we can make some adjustments. So I think that that's good too. Um, what else are we doing? Um, well, one of the things we talked about last night as elders is finding ways for the elders to be checking in with our people. Mm. And so we would encourage all churches to do this, um, but we're just going to start emailing uh, and or texting and or calling, like whatever people j- tend to prefer. We're just going to start reaching out to people, um, just say, hey, we're thinking about, yeah, like I started with my small group mm-hmm. and then we're just going to go out from there. And just to to check in, to let people know, like, hey, we're available. Like, you can still meet with any pastor that you want. It may be through Zoom, but at least you can have that face-to-face, in a sense, um, if you want to talk. Because that's something we're really big on, is if anybody wants to meet with any of the pastors, all they got to do is say, hey, I'd like to. And we've set up an appointment, and it usually happens within that week. Uh, It's usually don't have to wait too long. So, yeah, we still want to maintain that, and I think that that's really important. Now, one of the things that we're not doing— is, uh, we're not putting, bringing the band together to play a worship set and then play that for people. Not that that's wrong. Um, we're not doing it. We're trying to limit uh, the interaction that people have. Correct. But we're also not doing virtual live services. Why aren't we doing a live preaching time? Since we're talking about it on Wednesday, why aren't we doing it on a Sunday?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a great question. And one that uh, people would ask. Um, I think Part of it is so that people can, because we have multiple services throughout right. the, throughout the morning. And so uh, there is a routine that our families have, whether they're doing their, they like to uh, come to service, then do a devotional or they do devotional, uh, then come to service or. So I think we're, we're trying to give that flexibility in the midst of this to not disrupt. They're already like they already have everything else is disrupted. We want to try to help them in their Sunday morning be, so that they could find some semblance of a rhythm.
0: Right, yeah, and I think by by recording it in advance and just uploading it, you know, so that it's ready to go at any time during the day, people can get to it yep. if they're at their leisure. We're, we're very seeker-sensitive here. Um, no, not just that,
1: but then even some of us, you know, uh, because like you said, you could share that screen and you could do that. Like Some of us actually gather together virtually yeah. or connect virtually and watch it together mm-hmm. on the screen from different spots and then, you know,
0: Discuss it after. Right, so I, th- that's why we're not. And you know, Pastor Brian pointed out, like also, you've got people that if they're if they're coming in late, that they're going to miss it, and then they're going to have to wait for it to be processed, uploaded, and everything else. It, 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 this way, it's ready anytime you want it on Sunday. The other thing we're not doing mm. is we're not doing um, Lord's supper at all. Yeah, we we we're not encouraging people to do the Lord's supper because we actually believe with really the Reformed tradition, really I think the Protestant, historic Protestant tradition, that it is intended to be done in the context of a local assembly mm. of of the church when we are gathered together and uh, we have elders present. Now, we got an email from uh, from a listener, uh, and his name is Joshua. He says, Yo, Joe Foe. Yo. You, you guys were – are seriously really fun to listen to, and I love hearing you guys process and banter. Would you guys consider doing a follow-up podcast to the Communion Questions episode, where you talk about the biblical basis for your thinking and practice around communion? I didn't really hear you guys talk very much about specific scripture passages that inform why you think uh, the way you think and do what you do with communion. It sounded more like personal preference, or maybe just church tradition. As I am processing what you guys said, I begin to disagree with you guys in my head. However, I want to make sure that my disagreement doesn't come from ignorance or what the Bible of what the Bible says. But there were several comments about who is able to administer communion and where communion should be observed that I don't remember in that I don't remember being in scriptures, I think what he means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, I'd love to hear a follow-up podcast on this if you guys need topics to cover and let me just say this Josh um by the way this is how you're supposed to be Josh might totally disagree with our view he might hate our view but still listen yeah I listen to atheists I listen to all kinds of people from different perspectives. I disagree with them, but I still listen to them because I find it beneficial. Yeah, It's like yeah, people will uh, – it's, it's a small number. But sometimes people will freak out that we take a view on something, stand on something. They're like, oh, my goodness. What is going totally on? Totally disagree with them. That's – hey, hey bro, you. that's fine. We're allowed to disagree. We're going to disagree on stuff. That's going to happen no matter what and because one of us is wrong or both of us are wrong. So it's okay. We can mm-hmm. disagree and still be friends, still be chill. Okay, so um, we'll, we'll link to an article or two um, that, that argues for this, but the reason we don't do Lord's Supper outside of the church gathered is because um, in Scripture, we see it happening when the church gathers together, not in smaller bands, not individually, not privately. So even, for example, um, in 1 Corinthians 11, uh, Paul talks about the fact that they celebrate the Lord's Supper when they all come together, right? One assembly. And that's really the the, the context in which it's done. Word and sacrament. Um, you need the the officers present uh, to do this. And the reason we, so let me say a couple of things. One, we see the scriptural example. The Lord's Supper happens in the context of the church gathering together. Now yeah. the church gathered in different places. Sometimes it gathered in homes, yep, yep, sometimes yep. it gathered in, in other places. But when the church would gather together, that's where it would happen. And the reason that we draw this uh, conclusion about it is sometimes because of explicit examples, like in 1 Corinthians 11, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's because of the implications of other doctrines and, and other statements. So, what do you mean by that, Joe? A lot of the doctrines that we hold to are not explicitly stated, but they are implicitly given to us in Scripture. So, if we are supposed to, quote, fence the table, if we are supposed to mm. um, discern, uh, the body if we yeah. are supposed to recognize who is and isn't fit for the lord's Supper and that requires uh elders present to actually yeah,
1: the officers the officers of the church to be administering the uh the
0: ordinance of the church right and so now administering the, the elements can look differently even if you uh, embrace this idea right so um at, at our church we it's me typically that does it um but we 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 pr- we preach we we talk about the the, um, the, the sacrament and what it means and why it's important. And then we, we fence the table by means of exhorting people. If you're not a believer, uh, this is not for you. Yeah. Um, if you are a believer, but you're not dealing with your sin, this is an opportunity for you to begin dealing with your sin. Come repenting. Don't use this as an excuse to not, don't use your sin as an excuse not to do it. Start now, repent now. But if you're not willing to repent, then you're not ready for this. Um, and we encourage people to to then come forward where we have the elements, and they come forward and they take it back to their seats. Um, so we, whether you're passing out trays or having people come forward or whether you're doing intinction or not, um, all of that is needs to be overseen by elders, mm. and that's because you can't practice discipline without elders. Yeah, you've got to have it there. So it's it's implied on a number of other uh it's implied from another of other doctrines um and another a, a bunch of other passages that's why we ultimately do what we do now somebody wrote in a really good tweet after the conference saying okay if you can only do it when the whole church is assembled and you can't do it in small groups how do you justify doing it in multiple services you don't have the whole church assembled uh. together And I was like, bro, that's a good question. It's a a tough question for us. And we don't have a great answer for that. Um, And this is where what Jimmy was saying earlier comes into play, the idea of uh, ideology and and, and reality. So ideology for us, ideologically, the church should be gathered together as one. A local church should be in one service together. We are not fans of multiple services, and we certainly are not fans of it as a means of growing the church. Um, yeah, we're not, uh, we don't agree with Keller on that one, right? So our view is that multiple services happen when you simply cannot f- any longer contain the body together. So we will add a service when we can't, when we can't fit everybody in anymore. That's the only reason we have three services, um, is because we, not everybody can fit into our little building. So when the need arises, we start another service and it's not, It's not ideal. It's not what we Mm -hmm. want. But we find ourselves in a situation where we're not going to turn people away from the door. So we say we'll come back at another time. The difference is, I guess, we're not limiting who's allowed to come. Like in a small group, it's not everybody is invited to the small group. But everybody is invited to the 8 a.m., everybody is invited to the 945, and everybody is invited to the 11. And who comes, comes. And those, Mm -hmm. those things tend to fill up. So we're still operating along the principle. Come, gather together, and we will do this. But no, it, it, there is some level of inconsistency there, practically yeah, that's, that's speaking. That's a fantastic question. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't have a good answer for it. And so somebody could say, well, then why can't we do it in small groups? And I would say, well, because at that point you're pushing for it instead of being forced into it out of
1: necessity. Well, and like you said, I think there's a difference between uh, one's prohibitive, right? Like your small group is a invited gathering, right? right? Rather than that open imitation right to uh, the body. Exactly.
0: Now, um, listen, for people that are observing the Lord's supper in their small groups, um, oh, I you, don't think they're wrong. I think they're wrong. Um, but again, I, I, am not, I don't think it's so wrong that it invites judgment or discipline yeah. And, yeah, that's a question. It's not sin. And maybe, maybe it's, you could even just say, you know what, it's just not the Lord's supper. You know, if a family wants to observe the Lord's Supper in their home, mm. Lord's they, lunch are they are they Lord's snack, <laughs> Lord's lunchable? <laughs> is it okay? So, is it is it a sin to eat bread and to drink wine as a family? Of course not. No, you no. can drink bread. At, well, can, can, can you drink bread? Well, beer is is technically like drinking bread, so well, I guess you could. You know what? That mm-hmm. was a good pivot. Yeah, that was see, a really I good know how to pivot. I pivot on I am, alcohol. I, am,
1: I am really proud I will of you pivot that
0: all one. day long. I'm like a gymnast, pivoting all over the place. So, anywho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not wrong to eat bread and to drink wine. And for a family to do that, is it sin? I, I'm not going to say it's sin, but I'm also going to say it's really not the Lord's Supper because properly the Lord's Supper would happen in the context of the local church. Um, but again, we're not all up in arms about it. We just don't do it. We don't encourage it at our church. And our small groups are not allowed to do it because those are under the authority That's right. of, of, of Redeemer. Um, but if families were to do it, we're not going to call them out. No, we're no, not no, going to, no. we're not going to hate on them for it. And I, listen, I have done the Lord's supper with just a couple of friends back in the day because Ooh. we really wanted to do it. Did it in, in this dude's basement. Ooh. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. And <laughs> you I get hippie. Yeah. You know, I'm all about those fields. <laughs> um, so yeah, all that, 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 that's why we don't do that. Those yeah. are our reasonings. And we, listen, I recognize we could be wrong on this. Yeah, I Absolutely. Don't think we are, but you know, that's kind of where we're at. So we're, we're, we're trying to facilitate as much as we can, yeah. um, healthy spirituality and to get as corporate as we can. But what are some things you wanted to talk about what we can be doing at home more, right? I mean, we mentioned like reading a book of the Bible and mm-hmm. doing family devotions, but what else did you Yeah. Have I mind?
1: think I, well, I, yeah. One of the things I had in mind was, uh, I think it's easy to lose discipline in this time. And I think it's easy to get really lax, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, now the problem is, At least I find for myself when I get too lax, I begin to kind of lose purpose right on what's going on and what's happening. So one of the things we've we've really pushed has been in our house uh, is we maintain our routines. Uh, Everyone's still up at the same time, still goes showers brush their teeth. Oh, you still
0: make them shower and brush their teeth. That's good. I, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, cause some people aren't right. Some people are just like, oh, like I'm just going to roll out of bed and just yeah, be my pajamas. all day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: But no, I want them to brush their teeth, have their shower, change into their clothes, mm-hmm. have their breakfast. School starts at eight 30, yeah. you know? Um, and that's just part of it is like, and for me, my work starts at a certain yeah. time. So I make sure I'm still like that routine that you're used to, mm-hmm. uh, because otherwise at least again, this is just the way my brain works. Right. I begin to, I lose my sense of purpose and I start to blur the lines between, uh, between like my home, you know, like I should right now be shut off and hanging out with my family rather than checking my emails. Right. Yeah. And so it's really easy to blur the lines. Uh, if you don't have that kind of you know, for a lot of people, the drive home is that transition for them. Yeah. Now you don't have that. Mm-hmm. So, how do you transition from the table to the couch? Right. Right. Uh, and kind of shut off and desk, desk, whatever it is, right? Like to shut off and be present with the family. So yeah, I, I for me, we're really trying to make sure we're maintaining a, a s-
0: order. I think that's really good. In fact, you said something in there that you you said and you moved on real quick, but oh, you oh. you linked. Uh, discipline and purpose. Yeah, and you said when you when you lose discipline, you tend to lose purpose, and I, I think that's really wise because discipline is the means of carrying out your purpose, mm-hmm. right? So you might not give up on your purpose at first, right? Because you, I'm uh, my chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever, or to make disciples, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. And but if you let discipline go because hey, what am I gonna do? Like there's no structure, I'm just yeah. gonna do whatever. Discipline wanes. And then you're not fulfilling your purpose because you're not intentional. It's a really good word, Jimmy. And I
1: do think then that's where people, for some, can then move into depression, mm. right because they they have that sense of loss, yep, uh, and they don't know what to do with themselves. And so for me, it's just more, I don't know, maybe because I'm an emotional person, right? Mm-hmm. And I get I get in my head really, really easy podcast and fast. wife, yes. <laughs> but I'm bringing that podcast wisdom. You're welcome, Joe.
0: Mm-hmm. So double w Wait, what. Double W. Wife and wisdom. Go. Anyways, find that routine. Stick with the routine. I think that's really good. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to a guy named um, Raleigh Sadler, which is the fakest name ever. Mm -hmm. Raleigh Sadler. That's like a name that would be in that. You know what? It's actually Steve McCoy. No, no, no. Is it really Is he he playing me? Yep. So Raleigh is the guy. He's the executive director of Let My People Go. It's a really cool ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, but Rally Sadler, by the way, Rally Sadler sounds like a character in a Will Ferrell movie. What's that one with the Ricky Bobby? What's that movie? Talladega Nights. Sounds like a character in Talladega Nights. Yeah. Anyway, he was asking like, hey, has it really changed your family dynamic? And I said, well, in my family dynamic, not as much as others, because Jen doesn't normally go to work. She stays at home. She mm-hmm. takes care of the home. And the work that she does, she tends to do from home anyways. Yeah. Writing and things like that. And our, all of our kids were at least at some point homeschooled. So now we're all together. It's not super weird for us. We've been in this situation before. For other people, it's very, very different.
1: Oh man, it was day one. I'm sitting there like, are these kids going to pick up their mess? Like, oh it was, yes they are. Oh yes they are. <laughs> They're going to get the shoe upside the head. <laughs> it was like, all right guys, I had to sit my kids down and be like, we're we're all here. Yeah. Daddy don't live like this. Like I just want <laughs> you to know, Daddy don't work like this. Daddy doesn't allow this at his office. He ain't allowing it right here if I'm here with you guys. What you guys do throughout the day, when you know, Daddy comes home and everything's in, in great order, I love it. Now it's got to be in order all the time. Like, Look it's going to you, happen. You're
0: patriarchal, chauvinistic, super traditional. I am
1: supporting my wife. No wonder you voted for Trump. I am supporting. You want to make America am, great again, I am suppo-
0: I am trying to make my house great again. <laughs> <laughs> And no, for new <laughs> listeners, he didn't vote for Trump. Okay. Not that there would be anything wrong with it if he did. Everybody's got their position. But I like to say that Jimmy voted for Trump, even though I know he did not. Um, oh, you were waiting to use it. Yes, oh, I was. I did it. it. I found all the right. moment. So, um, but yeah, it's different for everybody. And like, so, like in, in our family, the kids' schoolwork, they get it like during this time is super easy. My son Killian gets up very, or he gets up before all the other kids, gets it done on his own. He's nine and then he, he hops on. He starts playing some games. Good boy. The other kids, we let them wake up. It doesn't really matter. We're not as disciplined as Jimmy's family, but they get up, they have their breakfast and they get it done, but there's no real disruption because it's, it's not that abnormal for us. But I do actually agree with you. I think, I think overall in general, maintaining a schedule, discipline and ritual uh, is very, very important. And I know that I, if I am out of my uh, schedule I tend to suffer spiritually. Yeah. I just do. Yeah, yeah, I need, I need the regular get up, you know, get going, yep. uh, sort of a thing. Yeah. Plus out of like love for my children, just,
1: you know, mm-hmm. they, they're younger than yours. So, uh, for them, like I want them to understand school time.
0: Yes. Playtime. Right.
1: right. And I, I don't want them to have that blurring of the two and being sure. confused.
0: Totally. No, I think that's really, really good. You're a good dad. Um, even though you're obviously really hard on your wife and kids and then make them clean up everything like you're some <laughs> kind of, you know, oh my gosh. But I also make dinner.
1: So, so I kept my, I keep do, it up. I do, do cook. I
0: do make dinner. So
1: that's my, you know, when I come home. You said your wife made dinner though.
0: Earlier. She does all right. Yeah. She does all right. I think, I think your family knows that you're the chef. Um, She, uh, yes. Yeah. She she's has, not, a, she, not a bad cook. I'm no, saying, no, no. She's I've had she's, her food. she's very good. She's very good. Yes. Yeah. But,
1: um, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little, bit, I'm, you know what? I'm, Maybe I'm more creative. Maybe and your wife's be-
0: not very creative. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Not yeah. in that she's, sense. She's she just can, not She can creative. draw. She
1: can paint. She, she can't can do really do anything. All that. Oh yeah. yeah. She builds. She does yeah. like everything that I'm supposed to do. I, I, you know, I just can't, you know, and she's just very creative in that sense. But when it comes to cooking, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, some
0: people are just like really into food and foodie. Like we haven't got a bunch of like Brian, pastor Brian loves, yeah. loves food and knows all about the restaurants and everything. Yeah. You know, Jen made today, Jen, Jen cooks all the time. She cooks from scratch. She loves all that stuff. And so she made two breakfasty things today, some kind of baked oatmeal deal and then some other Dutch Dutch breakfast thing. And they were both fantastic. I couldn't believe how good mm. they were. It was so fantastic. So yeah, I am. Uh, I'm all for people cooking at home. But even if you even if you do have to go out and grab stuff, yeah. that's fine too. Just get Nothing the wrong. family together. That's the most important thing. Get the family together and make the most of that time. Yeah. So we've been trying
1: to keep that like tradition. Usually on Sundays we do brunch, right? And so typically we'll go to like uh, brunch cafe or uh, buttermilk. Yeah. And still like, yeah, because we want to still want to support those businesses, you know? So we just like, can't do it now though.
0: No, yeah. You can call in your order. Oh, you can call it then Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go
1: pick it up or, or stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We called in uh, some sushi for for me and my boy, Eli. I don't want to disrupt, you know, so if I can keep that routine. It's good. Well, listen, I think that um, most of us are kind of walking through this, trying to figure it out and, um, and things have been interrupted now for doctrine and devotion, things got, you know, we had the conference and Mm -hmm. things are a little Mm -hmm. different, but Starting next week, we'll be back on track doing all the stuff we normally do. Uh-oh. What? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> you got me. Oh, my gosh. Usually you're the one that sneezes. Oh. Yeah, you love your you love your new play toy. I do, I do. That was come on, that was pretty good. You got to admit, that (laughs) was good. Call the cops, Mm Joey. Joey sneezing, Joey sneezing. Well, Well, we will be back on track, right? So Monday, back back on the sixteen eighty nine. We're going to be looking at chapter twenty six, verses paragraphs seven and eight. I think it is, um, or 8 and 9, whatever it is. Tune in. We'll be back on schedule. Everything's going to run as normal, and maybe we'll be able to get some live stuff to you sooner than later now that we've
1: figured that out. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, drvotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, joefostore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh Pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesday. Later.